0: Escobar go. Go. on the King beat legend talks I radio. King legend talks I ready yo King legend talks I ready yo King, King legend talks I ready yo King legend talks I ready yo King legend talks I
1: doing today sir welcome to king legend Talks. thank you so much man thanks for having me it's a blessing to have you in the building today i just want to say i want to extend my thank you for you taking out the time and your busy schedule to do this interview no
2: problem thanks for having me
1: absolutely everybody this is the one and only red grant (laughs) running for mayor of dc how does it feel
2: it feels real good man it feels uh uh It's a blessing. It's truly a blessing uh, to be called to run for mayor of Washington, D.C., to come back uh, to where I grew up at and where I was born and raised and bred to to be able to, to bless other people. So, you know, it's a good time right now.
1: Absolutely. You know, it takes a certain type of person to run for mayor. You know, it's not something people typically do unless they're truly passionate about it, you know. Um, After having such a successful career in comedy, um, what makes you want to run for mayor, and why now?
2: Um, I was called to run for mayor, like I said. Uh, When I came home, I started talking to friends and constituents and and neighbors. And a lot of people in Washington, D.C., asked me to run for a public office. So I knew I didn't want to run for the council because I'm not a legislator. I... uh, I didn't want to run for council chair because I'm not a legislator. <laughs> and I had to lean on my background of being an executive producer and an executive in this uh, film and television business that I've been in for so long and employing thousands of people, you know, working with millions of dollars in budgets and just having stream after stream before it was stream. So I decided to talk to my wife and we... We, we agreed, and she was down 1,000% that I was going to run for the executive office or the mayor. Uh, it's, it's only right the mayor, whoever runs the, the mayor's office has to understand about running a corporation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm one of the biggest people when it comes to running a corporation right now. Uh, my career has been centered around running a corporation. Uh, I know I've only, people know me from doing comedy and all of that, but that's only 10% of my life. The other 90% is, you know, working for Viacom Network, creating shows for them, uh, 24 exactly, and just having an ability to work good with people. You come on my set, you know, you'll, you'll see the energy and the love, and I want to bring that type of energy and love back to our city, that love, care, and respect that we d- we deserve to have and we need to have uh, for one another.
1: Absolutely. You know, um, the election is coming up, I believe, in November the 8th. Yep. Um what changes do you think need to be a priority right now for the city?
2: Uh, definitely public safety. Uh but that all starts with youth programming. I feel like, you know, my program, Don't Shoot Guns, Shoot Cameras, has been one of those programs that that set a standard of how uh youth do wanna be involved and they do wanna learn and they do wanna grow and be around different things. So I think just Tapping into our youth is a big uh, situation, and that's all youth in the city. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that that all youth have the opportunity to to express their interests and do things that they like to do. You know, absolutely. And, and it's a time for us to be very innovative because our youth are not like they were 20 years ago. Not at all. We got to step our game up, and we got to put things in place so our youth for see things that they like to do. You know. They, mm-hmm. like game. they like gamings. <laughs> they, they like gaming they like film they like to tiktok they like to do things that you know people you know young people like to do and we need to cater to those situations because it's you know they become designers they they can become uh, entrepreneurs in their mm-hmm. own real early right now and really make money right now in those fields so we just try to motivate our youth i want to continue to motivate our youth but public safety is the key because once you deal with programs you start putting re- real programs in place then, then you have opportunity to change lives and and take kids from where they might be trying to get in trouble to not wanting to get in trouble so you know it starts with that for me
1: absolutely i agree 100 percent you know um what was it like for you to grow up in dc you know what experiences did you go through growing up as a dc native that makes you a great fit for the people
2: i mean to me it was it was fun uh growing up in dc gives you uh ability to understand uh and be very aware Mm -hmm. teaches you how to be aware and i think that that's helped me in my career just being around a lot of people DC people can get along with anybody. You know, we can go anywhere in the world and get along with people. So just growing up in the nation's capital gave me that heart that I deserve. It gave me that culture that I deserve and Mm. share with the nation. And it gave me that uh, ability to have a personality.
1: Uh, That's a big deal.
2: (laughs) I think that's the key to life, having a personality, being able to smile, even if you're sad, being able to, to give that energy, even when you're not feeling like giving that energy. You know, right. uh, digging real deep in yourself and, and just maintaining that personality. So I think, you know, our city already has a personality, but it's, it's off a little bit. But I think they're ready to switch it back on. And I think that comes to leadership.
1: Absolutely. You know, um, part of being a good leader is being a good communicator. I agree. People have to understand your message. That's the only way a lot of people even follow you because they have to believe that you know what you're talking about and that right. you're confident in what you're doing
2: you know, and a lot of times people want me to uh, feel bad about being an entertainer, right? And they always want to build a a certain, you know, he's a certain way because he's come from the entertainment world, but what they don't understand is that that side has definitely groomed me, and I'm never going to push that to the side and say, nah, I wasn't that. No. That thing made me really who I am, and I think it's a, a big part of what's going to allow me to be one of the uh, greatest mayors to ever uh be in DC. You know, no absolutely will ever be greater than Marion Barry to us, but you know, <laughs> if we could, if we can get a little bit of his energy, just how he dealt with the people and mm-hmm. how he came back and, and loved everybody and was personable with people, not just, hey, how you doing and, and gone, but actually being there and, and staying there.
1: Absolutely. So it sounds like you, you truly embrace who you are and where you come from. You're not trying to take away from none of that. And yeah. you're just building on that to become an even better version of yourself today.
2: Well, I always tell people, don't let people put you in a box. Right. Never let put you in a box because then you, you starting to be who they think you should be. You know, God got visions for us that he, he's going to move you into those places that you're supposed to be. And you just have to follow those visions and never look at yourself as just being that one person. You know, and now look, look at your career. You know, we really follow other people's advice. You wouldn't be sitting here and we wouldn't be talking to one another. You know,
1: that's, that's I, the truth.
2: That's a that's a powerful situation for us to teach our youth and teach each other that we can be more than what you think we can be. And we mm-hmm. are. We kings and queens and we come from that. And we're going to restore our king and queendom back to to our society. And it's going to allow society to understand and look at us differently and respect us
1: absolutely i agree 100 percent. you know um moving forward since we're talking about the youth i was just thinking about it it's always said that the reason kids aren't educating the finances is because the school system purposely isn't teaching them this um as a businessman like yourself how important is it to understand money and how it works and if given the opportunity as the mayor what changes would you like to see happen with the current school system
2: um, it's important, uh, to understand what, uh, how money is, 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 made, how you can earn it and lose it, and how credit is important to your life, right? Right. So, you know, credit is super important. You know, I think that's something that should be taught to kids when they're, uh, as early as elementary, middle school. <laughs> I think that they need to learn that you, this is something that you can use, to better your future, right? Mm-hmm. Getting credit cards and spending up money and just, you know, understand how to be frugal and save. Saving is everything, and putting that saving to work for you. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of kids don't get that education early, so they end up spending a little money that they have on things today that that's not going to be worth anything instead of investing that little money to make that little money grow. And these are the things that I want to implement into our schools. I want to bring back trades into our schools so our kids can learn uh, job opportunities to, and have job opportunities when they leave school because every kid don't want to go to college. That's true. So we got to implement programs that they want to do in school and are interested in doing in school. So, you know, the school system is super important for me. You know, our education system uh, is, is it's not really good in dc right now but it I, it, it can be better it it ain't it ain't bad yeah it definitely could be better it definitely you know can be better i i that the teachers are underpaid i think they they have low morale because of that situation and we got to start listening to the teachers and we got to put some of these great teachers in place and respect them you know and give yeah. them security because a lot of times these kids, I mean, I mean, these teachers go to school and they're dealing with kids with different issues. And, and you know, we got to protect our teachers also so they can, you know.
1: Have... Shout out to all the teachers out there. They put up such a, a, a big task. And, you know, a lot of times they don't get the things they deserve. They really do be working hard.
2: They work hard. <laughs> they need raises. They need to be some of the highest paid people uh, in the city.
1: You know, I was doing my research, and I discovered that, you know, just how involved you are in your city. You know, um, you put together programs for the youth, and then even at one point in your life, youth actually coach, you know, like football, baseball, even swimming for the D.C. Parks and Recreation. Um, yep. From your experience of being a positive role model in the youth, um, what would you say impacts their ability to progress, um, and what plans do you have in place to keep them motivated for success?
2: Well, I'm always be I'm always be Coach Grant. I'm going to always be Coach Grant. When I when I left Savannah State and came home, I started working for the Department of Parks and Recreation, uh DPR, and I coached so many young men who now, you know, at that time I was 19 and they probably was 10, 11, 12, 13. Right. And I wasn't looking at them like they're going to be calling me Coach Grant too. Now, and they now they older. And, and it, it's amazing to see these young men grow up and the stories that they tell me. Like I'm glad you coached me, uh, Coach Grant. I'm glad you, you know, you was in my life. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I'm not. I'm just being myself. But it's it's very important for us as men to get back to our youth. And and if we don't do that, they fall to the wayside. Uh, and right. I, I still coach kids. Like every program that I have, I feel like I'm a coach.
1: A coach at 19, that's that's a big deal. I don't know if it is to you, because you probably already used to that kind of thing, but I'm just saying from a per- person looking on the outside, looking in, a 19-year-old coach, that says, I want to be a leader, and I want to inspire and lift other people up to me. What role did your parents play in your life, and uh, what were some of the lessons they taught you that you'll never forget?
2: Um, my parents taught me a lot. My mother, she told me how to how the work ethic that I need to have,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: how important work ethic is. Uh, she made me clean up the block. She made me plant flowers. She made me get a job real early, two jobs real early. Uh, she worked two jobs. And, you know, after her and my father divorced, you know, mm-hmm. she was still able to take care of those two kids by herself. And my father was there, you know, and he taught me how to be a man. Just like, you know, how to control your emotions, how to deal with life. Um, But I I, I appreciate both of my parents. Like, both of my parents were in my life. And to this day, they're still in my life. So, you know, shout out to my mother and my father and my stepmother and my stepfather. and all my stepsisters. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And just Shout them nice. out, sound and like you had some support.
2: Had a lot of support. Uh, still have support. That's good. I had support. I, I had an older sister that was able to beat me up long enough to make me tough.
1: <laughs> How does that work? How does that work?
2: I mean, when you got a sister, she one year older than you. She knows she's tougher than you. That beats you up to a certain age. It's, it's, it's an amazing situation. But then I got to a point where she couldn't beat me up no more, so
1: I was so happy. I know that's right. You know, um, in one of your recent interviews I was watching, you stated that you are a humanitarian, not a politician. Correct. Can you elaborate for it?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm a humanitarian first. Uh, I feel like it's a hard job being a politician, but it's very learnable. Mm-hmm. It's a hard job being a humanitarian, but you can't learn how to be a humanitarian. They got in you. It got to be something that's bred into your spirit. So, I, I, I've been a humanitarian for a long time, a philanthropist, you know, able to give back. Uh, truly blessed to be in that position to give back. And I don't. I'm never going to change being humanitarian because I'm running for office.
1: Right.
2: You know, I am going to understand how to deal in the political world, but. You know they have to. They have to know they're getting a mm-hmm. humanitarian, somebody that's going to be dealing with you directly, personally, and humanitarian right.
1: that, for the people.
2: Yeah, and that, that's why I would say purpose over popularity. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I didn't come back to run for mayor because I needed no money.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: we know <So>
0: that.
2: <laughs> I didn't come back to run for mayor because I needed clout. I've been famous since I was nineteen. Um So right. it's definitely a purpose for me when when you get called to do something you have to do it
1: and so you know you you travel the US and and in the, the world i like to say um yeah. a lot in your life how connected do you feel to the people in DC how connected yeah how connected I, do you feel
2: i am dc <laughs> i feel like um, i feel like i ride on their shoulders and they ride on my shoulders that's why anybody have a question my ability to be a Washingtonian I' tell them you know don't don't check my Washingtonian card you know I was born with a redskin blanket on you know I was born on the same day Dallas played the Redskins and my father didn't leave the house until the game was over <laughs> I was bus- I was busting out so
1: <laughs> you said your father didn't leave the house until the game was
2: over till the game was over. That's a real story. And my mother wow. would tell you and my father would tell you that same story. And, uh, yeah, and I, when I got to the, when they got my mother to the hospital, my head was halfway out. Wow. But I, and they put a red skin blank on, on me immediately. So.
1: <laughs> hey, don't feel bad. Um, I was born in a parking lot in front of the hospital. I can't <laughs> <Sorry>. mention that. <laughs> hey,
2: look how, look at
1: look at God made you. Look. you know, look at God. Hey, we all gotta get here some late. <laughs> At least I was in front of the hospital.
2: <laughs> yeah, you was in front of the hospital. You made it, brother.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, um, in a big city, you know, keeping the uh, crime rate is always key to having, like, you know, public safety and everything. So what plans do you have in place right now um, uh, to keep the crime rate down in D.C.? Uh, well, you
2: know, the crime is 25% more than it was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means you're 25% unsafer in DC now than you were 10 years ago. Uh, the murder rate is crazy. And it all starts, for me, with the leadership. I think public safety starts at the top.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're not, if you are a mayor, you don't get along
2: with the council. And the council ain't getting along with the mayor. All that trickles down to public safety for me. You know, right. I have to be a leader that can definitely cross lines. And that's why, you know, I've been a Democrat my whole life, right? And mm-hmm. I'm running as an independent because of the simple fact I want to be able to
1: uh, cross lines. I don't want to deal with party politics. I want you right. to understand that you can keep your, your party, but think independently.
2: You that's know. deep. That's deep. You no, know, I'm not telling nobody to become uh, independent, but think independent. Yeah. You know,
1: keep your. I party. think that's important. You yeah. don't want to put yourself in a box. No.
2: So keep you your know. party, but keep your independence. And keep
1: your party, but keep your
2: independence.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So,
2: and I and I tell people, when when you go and you pull that lever and you go to vote this this uh, November eighth. You know, it's only one person you should be voting for. Look for it, Rodney, Red, Grant. Because we're going to make some changes together, But we're going to finally be in a position that we're listening to each other again, and we're leading with each other.
1: Absolutely. Um, when the cameras are turned off, you know, you have a long day, mm-hmm. and you're thinking about your future and the goals that you have, what type of things are you focused on right now?
2: Um, well, I take my suit off and throw it in the corner. Now, <laughs> I, put, That's real. I put my sweatpants and my hoodie on. <laughs> um, now, I think about a lot of things. Uh, I, I'm able to... I have a strong family system. So I, I talk to my wife a lot. Mm-hmm. And she's a super, super important individual in my life. Right. She, she just retired as a uh, a police officer. So we she kind of give a, a perspective... We, we kind of have our different uh, perspectives, but similar perspectives. She's also uh, a Hall of Fame basketball player and she's gives back to the youth, uh, just like me. So we we talk about how we can do more for our communities. Absolutely. Um, uh, we also try to look at some great movies. <laughs> and if I, when I get a chance, I like to go play golf. You know, it's a it's a sport that's taught me so much how to have integrity, uh, learn how to lose, and win. Absolutely. That one day might be different than the next day, and you got to be able to deal with all
1: of it. You know, they say a lot of business is conducted on the golf course. Is that it true? Is.
2: It is. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Millions of dollars are being exchanged on the golf course on a daily basis.
1: Let me go ahead and give on this golf course real
2: quick. Yeah, you ain't even gotta be good. Just get out
1: there. <laughs> I'm gonna go out there. Wait, does top golf count?
2: Yeah, that's when you get your practice.
1: <laughs> okay, absolutely. I'm gonna have to get over there, top golf. And I'm gonna get some golfing going on. Hey, you, Definitely. Should. you should. Okay, on this show we like to inspire people to follow their dreams. That's one of the, the main things of this program. Mm-hmm. Um you've been successful in many business ventures and you know you've already had a career of being a Public figure, since you said nineteen, mm-hmm. and, you know, in the entertainment industry, you you got so much experience in a lot of different walks in life. Um, what do you say is the secret to all of your success?
2: Longevity. Uh, I I feel like you always got to be re, uh, reinventing yourself. I was talking to some some of my brothers in the studio tonight just about how to stay relevant and and reinvent yourself. You mm-hmm. can never think you're bigger than the future. You can never think and look down on, on on the youth. You can you always gotta engage and understand that you If you're a leader of the culture, if you're a leader of the culture, you have to be a leader of the culture. You mm-hmm. know, i.e. The, the the Sean Combs and the, you know the Jay Z's, the Snoop's, and you know I feel like I'm involved with that. I feel like Kat's involved with that. I feel like there's so many people. have longevity in their career and you know longevity starts with just putting smart people around you
1: you Mm. know
2: you know leadership starts at the top like a crown chakra you know and it has to trickle down and and people feel that energy they know if if it's real or if it's fake Mm -hmm. you know i think that that's the key to my my career just being able to continue to reinvent myself you know always say yes to things that are, are new I mean, when Def Jam was Def Jam, I was on Def Jam. When Comic View was on Comic View, I was on Comic View. Right. Shaq All-Star was Shaq All-Star, I was on Shaq All-Star. When Cat Williams became Cat Williams, I was with Cat Williams.
1: Making moves.
2: Yeah, and I feel like at all the movies that, that I've been involved with, all 15, 16 of them, is, you know, me saying yes.
1: You know, mm-hmm.
2: from the leprechauns in the hoods to to the first Sundays. Yeah, All of them are something that you, you know, I look back and they are part of my puzzle. And my puzzle is over. So I'm still putting pieces in and building what the picture is going to look like.
1: That's awesome, man. So what accomplishment in your life so far would you say you're the most proud of?
2: (sighs) Most proud of being a good son, um, being a good husband.
1: That is the best answer anyone's ever answered for that question.
2: Yeah, because it's not easy. That that's not an easy job. Yeah, being a good son, listening to what your parents say, or wow, or trying not to uh, defame your your wife, or you know, you know, you know, we we out here in a society that anything can happen, right? And, and you know, you got choices to make out here, and I just pray to God every day that I make the right ones when I'm faced with them. So yeah, being, th- those are some of my big accomplishments. In my career, I think uh, being a, a executive producer, producing films and television, writing for some of the biggest celebrities in the world. Right. Just being a creative individual and not letting people you know,
1: stop my creativity. I love it, I love it. You know, with an answer like that, being a, a a great son and a great <laughs> husband like i if you guys don't want to vote for him yet i don't know what's going on with you i'm just saying i'm i'm just saying i i, I think he got it all together right now he's focused he he got his plans ready to go great grant from Mayor of dc y'all Thank God, that's so much
2: and i tell him all the time you can go to grant from and follow my platform and see how you know, if you look at all the other candidates' uh, platforms and their website, you're gonna be like, "Oh man!" But when you see our website, and our platform, it's really it, it, it's technically sound, where everybody understands it, understand mm-hmm. it, and it's going places. We, you know, you gotta align yourself. You I mean you gotta align yourself with the solutions. You know what I mean? And understand right. the problems. So once you understand the problems and align yourself with the solutions, then you can help people. Right. But if you don't understand the problems and you can't align yourself with the solutions then you are off you, you there's no way that you can run the city
1: if you if you don't know what's going on you like the blind leading the blind
2: correct so you know i, I always tell people stay focused stay positive you know respect one another that's why my whole platform starts with love care and respect
1: mm. and then we need we, a lot of that
2: then we can get into public safety and we can get into affordable housing and we can get into our homeless problems and our poor education, but we gotta have love, care, and respect. Right. We have that, we're gonna be a whole different society.
1: That's where it starts.
2: Yeah.
1: Caring for one another and lifting each other up. Heck yeah. Now, when people are thinking of the great red grant for mayor, <laughs> what is one of the first things you want people to know about you if nobody knows anything about you like they've never heard of you before but they are born and raised in dc and they got a vote what is one of the first things you want them to know about you
2: that i take life serious i take the things that are in front of me super serious Uh, my career has been uh one to entertain people but even in my entertainment i took that super serious I write all every day, all day. Um, anything on Facebook, I, I take it super serious, and I always show up. If I got nineteen meetings, I'm gonna fit you into that, to that pull up. And I just think that's a good part of, of, of who I am. Not forgetting about the community. And once you, once you can pull up on your community, no matter who they are, because our community is huge in D.C. Mm-hmm. I Americans, Africans. You know, that's who we are. We're Africans. Uh, it's Europeans. <laughs> it's Asians. It's Latinos. You know, it, it's all kind of beautiful people. You know, it's LGBTQ. You know, it, I, mm-hmm. our, our community is huge right now. So you mm-hmm. got to be able to understand everybody and pull up on everybody and not put yourself in a box. So, yeah, if you vote for Red, it's, it's because he's going to be that person to always pull up on you. And always be the, the smile and, and, and give you the answer, the real answers, not just a political answer, because you need to hear it. Mm-hmm. So,
1: And I got one last question for you, and I'm going to let you go, because I know you is a busy man. And you, and, and you out there doing everything you can right now to promote the city and keep everything going in a possible direction. Mm-hmm. Um, my last question for you is, what message do you have for anyone right now that is listening to this? this podcast?
2: I always tell people lean on who you are. Right? Like, don't try to be nobody else. You know, live in the moment, like right now. Don't live in the past. Don't live in the future. Live in the moment right now. Because if you live in the moment right now and you understand where you are right now, then you understand that you're in a great place, a place of living. Can't think about what's ahead of you. You can't think what will happen behind you. You got to say, I made it to right now. And tomorrow, I'll deal with the right now event. But deal with your right now. And don't let other people control what your emotions are. And I know they try. And I know you want to act off of them, but don't act off your emotions. Find a place to have peaceful. Find meditation. Find prayer. Find individuals that to be around that's like you. And you gonna be alright.
1: There we have it, y'all. That's Red Grant for mayor.
2: Uh, I was
1: truly blessed to be here
2: tonight. Thank you so much.
1: All righty. All right, y'all, y'all take it easy. Thank y'all for tapping in with us. Like I said, that was Red Grant. He's running for mayor of D.C. Make sure y'all go show love. Um, I appreciate every single one of y'all for being here on King Lesson Talks. This is what we do. You know, we we bring the people to the platform and then we ask them the questions that you guys want to know the answer to. Matter of fact, we ask them the questions that you guys need to know the answers to. I can't thank you guys enough because without you, We wouldn't be able to do this. So we need your support. We appreciate your support. And um, thank you so much for your time today. You guys have a great one. Stay blessed. And uh, God bless y'all every single day. Remember, you're alive. Some people didn't make it, but you're still here. That means you got purpose and keep on living. That's what I got to say.
2: Thank you so much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, please follow the host on social media at KingLegend757 or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.KingLegendTalks.com Thank you so much for your support And may God continue to bless you.